Ichiwai. Good evening. I hope you've had a wonderful week. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I'll be sharing short weekly dance stories with you during the Irish winter months between Samhain and Imbolc to make those long winter nights a bit less long for you. You will find a new story every Sunday night at 9pm Irish time. I hope you're cosy and warm where you are. Now sit back, settle in and enjoy the story. Episode 1 The Dancing Shoes The story I'd like to share with you tonight is about a person that is very special to me. His name is John McSweeney and I would like to share with you how I got to know him and why he's so special to me and I think it's just very important to talk about him because without him I really believe that the world of Irish step dance would not have been the same. So we'll go back to the year 2006 and I had been dancing at one Irish dancing school in Switzerland for a bit and I had worn out my soft shoes and really needed a new pair of hard shoes because the pair of hard shoes I had then was called like a beginner hard shoe or whatever. The shoes just weren't very suitable for me anymore as a dancer. So I had a flight book to Ireland and I was asking my teacher on where I could best find some Irish dancing shoes. And she explained to me where I had to go and she sat me down and she was like, well, you have to go down O'Connell Street. And already the name of it kind of frightened me. It was exciting and frightening at the same time because it sounded so so Irish, you know, O'Connell Street. And I felt like this country girl, like going into this big city and I had no idea of it. and. I had been to Ireland before previously in 2003 but yeah it had been three years ever since and this was going to be a longer trip so anyway she sat me down and she explained how to get to O'Connell Street and I was already worried about oh my god I'm gonna find O'Connell Street at all she's like don't worry you'll find it you'll know which one O'Connell Street is and then how I should turn into Talbot Street from there and go down that street until the railroad tracks above on a wee bridge cross the street and right underneath that bridge I would find a shop called the Talbot Dance Centre. So off I went anyway, flew to Ireland, met with a friend in O'Connell Street, kind of looked at the spire in awe because I did not remember that spire. Like I was asking people what is this and they were like oh that's the millennium spire they put that up for the millennium and I thought but I was in Ireland in January 2003 and I really don't remember seeing that so that worried me a bit you know making me feel more like a country girl than anything but anyway together with my friend and we walked down Talbot Street 
Of course, we found the wee little shop. It was very easy to find and we entered and it was a very busy shop. Uh, it was packed with people, lots of people looking for shoes, trying on shoes, doing different things. And this little wee man came up to me and asked me how he could help me. And that was John McSweeney. And he was such a gentleman and he sat me down. I explained to him what I needed and he went through a lot of trouble getting shoes, different type of shoes, soft shoes and hard shoes for me to try them on. He put the laces into them. He fitted them into my shoe, really tied them, helped me tie them and looking at them. And like, even if I would say, oh, they feel okay, he would touch them around my foot and stick his finger in between the shoe and my foot and I say no that's too tight or no that's not tight enough and he would come with a different type of shoe with a different size and this went on for quite a while especially with the hard shoes he went through a lot of trouble making them fit to my foot and whereas I would think oh they fit perfectly he would walk around and mumble to himself no I think I'm afraid they would be too loose for you after a while. And he went through so much trouble getting the right perfect shoe for my foot that I nearly felt embarrassed because there were many people in the shop but he had his full attention for my shoe, like for, for what I needed. And looking back it was just exceptional he was such a caring person and such a professional person he just knew what would be best for my foot and um, to tell you the truth I mean I bought these shoes in 2006 they ended up being Boyne's wall hard shoes and to this day I still wear them I bought one or the other shoe additionally to them but they never really fit I was never really feeling comfortable with other types of shoes and ended up passing them on after a few weeks or so whereas these shoes he gave to me and he chose for me they just fit like gloves they're they're just incredible and I hold them so close to my heart and I love them because there is no other perfect shoe like that and I've had to um wrapped them once and I think I even put new heels and toes at some point because they were falling off already but the whole leather part the whole shoe like the base of the shoe itself that would still be the same that John had chosen for me after all these years and so afterwards I asked him then as well if he had a pair of buckles because the first time I ever saw step dancing before was on the telly and the people were wearing buckles and by the way, no, it wasn't Riverdance and no, it wasn't Lord of the Dance. It was something much more traditional. But um, he found these buckles for me and they were just perfect. They had this silver buckle and the leather underneath and I was going to, to get them off him and he just gave them to me as a present, which I felt was so kind. And still to this day, I love wearing my buckles when dancing together with my shoes. Like whenever we do a show and I can't stand out and have to remove my buckles it really it's kind of like a sting to my heart because it's like no it's my buckles I got from John you know and especially I don't know it's just I hold them so dear to my heart together with my shoes and then the most moving part of that day then was that there was a little display in the shop as well with jewelry and I was looking through them and 
I put my eyes on one silver necklace there and that necklace had uh, dancing soft shoes and there were two types it was one type with small dancing shoes with small soft shoes and the other one had bigger soft shoes but I didn't really like the, the small ones so I wanted to buy the bigger ones and um, I said that to him so he went he went to the little display and took them out and said to me oh but they're broken I can't sell them to you and I looked at them and it was like a little manufactured problem that there was in the silver perhaps because there was a little piece on the lace of the soft shoe missing but that was so tiny and that didn't bother me so I was like no no it's okay I'd like to buy them and he said he wouldn't sell them to me and I got a bit distressed and I was like no no I, I really would like to have them because I don't like the other type you know and 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 he was like, no no I, I will not sell them to you and he kept them in his hand and was shuffling around the room and grabbed a little cloth there and started rubbing the cloth on them and stuff and I, we kept chatting and every time I asked him could I could I please buy them he would deny he would deny it and it went on and on. He he seemed to be cleaning them for what felt like ages. And and afterwards, I didn't realize he was cleaning them. He just made them really shiny with the silver cloth. And then he gave them to me and he's like, here, they're for you. And he just gave them to me. And he did not want me to pay for them. And he just gave them to me like that. And that was very moving. You know, I mean, he didn't know me. And this little lovely gentleman just gave me that piece of jewelry just like that and I've worn that piece of jewelry ever since nearly on a daily basis like I if I get out of the house I don't go out without it and it's just I really really hold it very close to my heart especially because it reminds me of him because sadly he passed away October last year but this was the beginning of a very special friendship. I used to go back to Ireland and every time I went back to Ireland I made a point of going there and of course I needed new dancing shoes and I got new dancing shoes and socks for everyone else at the dance school and made a point of getting it ready. But he just always went out of the way, you know, to, to get things for me or what I needed. And he would keep it stored in the shop. And then at the end of the trip, my hostel was right next to the Talbot Dance Center. So I would just make a quick jump over and see him one more time and grab the things and then be off to the airport. And he would be so kind to me every single time he would open up the shop for me earlier if I needed to catch the airport bus. I've met him for breakfast before in a shop opening as well and and just always like after a few years of going back once, twice, three times, up to five times a year to Ireland, I ended up realizing that sometimes I just went to the shop just to chat to him and to the other two men working in the shop Tommy and Gio they were part of my Dublin trip I could I could not imagine a trip to Dublin without saying hello to them and even like when I would get there the first thing I would do is go and check in my hostel and go straight into the shop and sit around with them and chat and hear the stories and share my stories John really 
very much enjoyed stories on music and dancing. He was fascinated by it. So when I went around the country and came back, he always wanted to hear, where did you go? What did you see? Who did? Who was dancing? Who was playing? And he wanted to know all about it. And I gladly shared that with him and had the biggest smile on his face. And it was just very, very special. And we ended up going for dinners and everything before the pandemic hit and stuff. So I, I would take him out to O'Shea's, we'd have coffee, the fancy coffee he wanted always, which was the cappuccino. <laughs> and it was, oh, I like them fancy coffees. And um, I would bring him to O'Shea's to watch the dancers and we'd share more stories. And he would share his stories about um, the sessions he used to go to in Dublin and all of the madness he was involved in. But it was just, yeah, it was just very important to me to share his story on this very special occasion of my very first podcast because I very much miss him. I, I very much would love for people to know about him and to keep his memory alive and his legacy and just to tell people in the world what a kind person he was, what a gentleman he was and how that dancing shop is just not the same without him. By now it closed anyway. That's a different story. There's much more about it that you can find online. But if you would like to see him and what he was like or get a feel of the shop and the importance of the shop, you can go on to vimeo.com and there's a documentary on it called 63 Talbot Street. It's a documentary made by Gregory Dunn and he captures the whole feeling of that shop and of John so well. It's such a beautiful memory to have and I'm so grateful to Gregory for that video because it's just perfect. You can go and have a look at it and remember John and pass it on if you like because it's a very, very beautiful story and documentary and I hope that you've enjoyed this story about John and perhaps you knew him as well because um, many of the people I know that bought their dancing shoes for Irish step dancing or Irish set dancing would know him and would know the shop on Talbot Street in Dublin. You have been listening to an episode of Ichewai, a storytelling podcast by Skilta Dosa. I hope you've enjoyed this evening's story. Feel free to pass it on to anyone you think might enjoy this or be happy about a bit of entertainment now during the winter months. If you wish to support my projects, you may send a wee donation to paypal.me slash I always appreciate every cent. The music you hear is Fairy Garden by Chris Collins and you can find it on indiemusicbox.com I will see you again next Sunday. Have a lovely night and a good start into the next week tomorrow. Ichewai.